Sexuality is a Planet Paula production, where we discuss the wonderful realm of the human body. Your host is sexual educator and enthusiast, Paula Bowman. The tea is ready. Let's start spilling. Coming, getting off, climaxing, rapture. Whatever you call it, orgasming is one of the greatest gifts bestowed on vulva owners. In this episode, Paula dives into the big O and lets us in on the C-spot, G-spot, and A-spot. Tune in, you're about to learn something exciting. Hello and welcome. Big O. Whatever and however you want to call it, quantify it, or measure it. The orgasm for vulva-bearing people has been throughout history misguided, misunderstood, discouraged, and often shamed. And the fun part is that there is so much more research and statistics coming all the time. It was not until 2009 that we really got a full idea of how big, how amazing the clitoris really is. Most orgasms are connected to this incredible one-function organ, the function of pleasure, pure pleasure. And we know now and can look back on the research up until now and reinterpret our 8,000 nerve endings and this great organ that we can't even see. There are more nerve endings in this amazing structure than anywhere else in the whole body. Orgasms, there are so many categories, possibilities, and names, all stemming from this incredible organ. The mighty clitoris is responsible for many of the sensations and sexual pleasure. What's wonderful is it's accessible to most vulvas. So self-pleasuring is very possible. And it was actually Freud who caused quite a lot of confusion, saying that it was immature to have a clitoral orgasm, and that only by penetration that vaginal orgasms were to be expected and are the norm. And somewhere in all this patriarchal chaos, people have been searching for this vaginal orgasm. But we'll talk a bit more about that later. Mostly because it's quite unattainable by many people. Now, there is no right way to orgasm. We are all so different so whatever letter we want to call it, C-G-P-A, it's amazing. In the book, Come As You Are, it's described as a sudden release 
of sexual tension. But goes on to say how this has no relevance as we need context, atmosphere, comfort, trust, and intimacy to orgasm. So the literal scientific explanation of, yes, a release of sexual tension is only one piece of it. And orgasms are, in many cases, a physical response that aren't always part of a sexual experience. You could have one while sleeping, um, sometimes called snorgasms or nocturnal orgasms, not just for bodies with penises, but for females or vulva-bearing folk, wet dreams and orgasms are happening in about 37% of women. Some women have orgasms from exercise, from nipple stimulation, from deep breathing, from think-offs and group energy orgasms. There are folks who can read or just think something and can release sexual energy. Now, we have all heard, or some of us have heard, of the G-spot and that the German gynecologist Ernst Grafenberg, who it's named after, he wrote about the role of the urethra in the female orgasm in the 1950s. And it was later in the 80s that this, the term G-spot was coined. And it is somewhat elusive to some people. It can be found a few inches inside the vaginal wall, um, make a come here motion, and you will feel as the energy rises a rough or harder sort of walnut shape. Now, there is reason to believe that this is part of the clitoral structure that is underneath the surface. This is really promising and it's really interesting that this is part of our ever-expanding clitoris. It is a wishbone shape and has cura on each side and bulbs in the back that the, just like the penis engorges, these corpus cavernosus grow with blood flow. And so then we also have the C-spot orgasm, which could be the clitoris again, because 70% of women have clitoral orgasms. But when we're talking about the C-spot, most people are talking about the cervix. So when you go deeper into the vaginal canal with toys, with penal penetration, you will get to the deeper, full-on C-spot. And then we have the A-spot, anterior fornix, 
it is above the G-spot, closer to the cervix, a little bit harder to find because it doesn't change texture, but there will be a softness that you might feel. But all of these C-A-G spots are really varied. Women's bodies and women vary so much. And two-thirds of women do not orgasm from vaginal penetration or stimulation. 85% of lesbians report that they usually or always orgasm during sex, compared to 65% of heterosexual women. Now, the clitoris is responsible for most sensations and orgasms. The pelvic floor contractions that happen in these muscles can last between 5 and 60 seconds. So much of what we experience comes down to our own exploration and experience, comfort in our bodies and how we play or orgasm on our own. We need pleasure in non-sexual ways. We need to enjoy and feel good in other parts of our lives to truly feel pleasure sexually. And it really, really doesn't matter what we call it. If you are feeling pleasure. But not everyone has them. And not everyone has two or three orgasms every time. Our environment, our connection with ourselves and our sexual partners have a huge part of this. And putting emphasis on spots and names and shoulds and stresses. Now, stress is not helpful when we are trying to have an orgasm. We need to have pleasure in all forms without outcomes. We do not need pressure and performance we need to feel safe and sexy and sensual, whatever that means to you. One of the biggest contributions to partnered sex is communication. The fact that many women fake big O's means that they're not comfortable telling their partners how they need or want to be sexual. How we interact and respond needs to shift so we can be fully present and have fun without the outcome being the most important part. We all want to feel pleasure, whether it's a nice cup of tea or an earth-shattering, mind-blowing, multi-orgasmic experience. The release is joy. It is our birthright and our ever-expanding clitoral universe. It is powerful and exciting indeed. 
I'm just going to list a few reasons why orgasms are great for your body. It helps to relieve pain and headaches. It is a release of tension and stress. You get a chance to let go. It is a mood enhancer. It renews energy. It's good for your organs, bringing blood and energy to the area. It's great for your nervous system. You can relax. It helps you sleep. It can regulate cycles by bringing nutrients and blood to your organs. It's good for your heart, lowering cortisol levels, the stress hormone. It increases intimacy by releasing oxytocin, the cuddle, cuddle, cuddle. It's great for your skin. It gives your vital organs a workout. Your reproductive and core strength are exercised. It makes your whole brain light up, increasing blood flow to all parts of the brain. And lastly, having an orgasm, big or small, makes you feel good. We all know this, but sometimes when we feel too tired or drained or stressed, we don't feel like making the effort. But this is the perfect time to find a moment to have an O with or without a pleasure partner. Enjoy the release and don't worry or even think about what kind of O it is doesn't really matter much. We just need time for self-love and pleasure, whether you're sharing it with a partner or not. We are made to orgasm. It's part of our physical body. And the fact that the clitoris is bigger and better than anyone ever expected is just the bonus. So enjoy explore, have fun, have orgasms. My cup is full. Thank you so much for sharing it with me. A huge thank you to the marvellous Ms. T and to everyone out there sending lots of love and laughs and spine-tingling orgasms. We appreciate you listening to this episode of Sexuality. If you have any questions, concerns, or feedback, we would be happy to hear from you. Please visit the website at www.planetpaula.ca or you can contact us through Facebook or Instagram. Please consider subscribing and reviewing wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you have a subject that you would like us to tackle, please don't hesitate to reach out.